the article, Stem Cells in Stroke Treatment, the Promise and the Challenges, published in the IJS Translational Research Edition, looks at challenges facing the development of stem cell therapy for stroke. Carmen Leif Jenkins, Managing Editor of the International Journal of Stroke, spoke to author John Sinden from Reneuron Limited, Guildford in the UK, who co-authored this paper with Keith Muir. How are stem cells defined? I think stem cells are defined uh, depending on really, you know, who, who you're talking to. So if you're a basic science who's working in the stem cell field, you probably would define stem cells as being the, um, the, the precursor to every, every other cell that, that can make up the body. So you'd be looking at what are called pluripotent cells, and these are cells that are um, capable of generating any tissue type, any, any cell type from any tissue. Um, and their origins are either uh, from, from early embryos, so they'd be embryonic stem cells, or they're actually um, they're cells that have been uh, reprogrammed by, typically by genetic uh, modifications uh, involving a number of different what is so-called pluripotency genes, so adding in some genes into, the, into any, uh, any cell and creating a cell that has the potential to generate any other cell type in the body. So there are, and, and a lot of the work that's being done really is either to understand you know, what this phenomenon is, this, what seems to be then a, a, a generalized property of all cells to become any kind of cell, which is kind of interesting depending on the sort of, uh, um, you know, factors that the, the cell sees. Um, and, you know, understanding that, because that's, that's a very important uh, basic biology question, um, and whether or not those cells that, for example, if you make a, a pluripotent cell from, from a skin cell, um, would that retain in some way a signature that uh, describes the origin, the skin cell origin, or... Or is there something you can do to that cell that completely uh, takes away that signature, so that the cell is a, an absolutely naive cell with no uh, with no indication from whence it came? So that's a sort of these are sort of fundamental questions in understanding stem cell biology. If, on the other hand, you're a um, person who's interested in uh, um, using stem cells for some kind of purpose. Um, particularly a, a sort of medical purpose or a therapeutic purpose, you would define your stem cells as being those cells that uh, could either be uh, derivatives of the pluripotent cells that I described, or they could be cells that have been derived from normal tissues, and those tissues could be uh, bone marrow, they could be brain, they could be uh, the heart, depending again on, on what kind of cell you want. And so those cells that can be derived from adult tissues, from fetal tissues, for example, will have a, um, you know, there will be cells that are stem cells in the sense that they're capable of renewing themselves and generating a large, a large number of cells from, with, with essentially the same characteristics as you expand those cells, you grow those cells. Um, but at the same time, they're capable of becoming uh, entirely the tissue, you know, the cells from the tissues from whence you derive the, those, those adult cells. So, so they are, you know, useful in that respect for the 
purposes either of uh, generating new, um, uh, fully differentiated, fully fully matured cells of a particular type, and that could be the purpose of that could be to you know to actually develop you know test or screen or or understand more about drugs and how they work, or they could in themselves be used as therapeutics. In other words, they could be injected into patients for treating particular indications. So I guess that's the two ways of looking at stem cells. They're either cells that are absolutely naive and capable of anything, or they're the cells that are from tissues that could be used for the purposes of translation, uh, into um, clinical applications. So that's, I guess, the two main um, ways of looking at stem cells. So why stem cells for stroke? Well, I think there's a couple of uh, reasons. One is, um, obviously, there are, there are very few treatments that have been tested, drug treatments that have been tested in stroke patients that have been, ended up panning out. Certainly, you know, animal experiments have suggested that Lots of different drug types can be used to protect the brain against uh, stroke damage, um, you know, loss of blood supply, and so on. And at the in the end, when those uh, those uh, projects have gone into clinical trials, they've not really made it. Uh, they've not been successful. Um, so I guess the uh, the issue is it's a genuine unmet medical need. It's, it's a massive indication, as you know. It, it, as everybody knows, it affects. Uh, it's one of the biggest killers. And uh, of course, it's one of the—it's the main cause of, of disability in adults. So, it is really a genuine need uh, for a therapeutic, and in, in, and obviously, stem cells offer a new prospect for therapeutic application in stroke, either as a means uh, towards protecting um, the uh, the brain from the impact of, of ischemia, loss of blood supply. Uh, and that would be where stem cells are used uh, acutely, so in the early stages after a stroke event, or perhaps you know certainly of interest to to, to us and what we're doing is is a way of actually um, restoring the damaged brain that's become that's stably become disabled, you know where the patients become disabled. So trying to introduce uh, stem cells that can actually have some benefit to the um, to the brain that where the damage is stabilized and, uh, and and affecting the patient's uh, ability to, uh, you know and, and essentially the ability you know the, the life of the patient so there there are, there are a number, there are as i say a couple of opportunities and they reflect i think the uh, what we what we call sort of multipotentiality of stem cells so so stem cells have uh, in 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 disease indications have a number of, of different effects so they they're capable of uh, uh, increasing blood flow where there's uh, where there's lack of blood flow and it's like in ischemic tissues they're capable of um, altering the immune system so that it becomes more likely to repair rather than to cause further damage they're capable of replacing cells for example where cells are lost they can do some cell replacement and um, they they're also capable of neuroprotection so in a a damaging environment they're capable of preventing that damage through um, expressing a number of different uh, growth factors and cytokines and so on so you know they do have these multi-potential effects so I, I think there's an enthusiasm now which is sort of developing for applying um, stem cells in, in various stroke uh, settings so and and you know as I'll 
perhaps mentioned a bit later on, there are some, some new trials starting up now and, uh, you know, everybody's looking forward to the outcome of those. So what are the challenges facing stem cell therapy for stroke? Well, there are numerous challenges facing stem cells as therapeutics for uh, lots of reasons. I mean, they are, first of all, um, a, a novel therapeutic. So um, there's, 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 very lim- there's very limited experience um, of uh, implying stem cells in, in, in patients. I mean, I think the best, there is, there is, there is plenty of, of experience of applying tissues. So, you know, transplantation studies have been around for a long time and bone marrow transplants in particular, so where infusion of bone marrow cells have been used and they've generally been safe. But when it comes to cells that have greater potential, so for example, if a cell is capable of generating any kind of tissue type, then there's a worry that by injecting cells into patients, then you could generate um, what's called ectopic tissue. That is to say, you're putting um, cells that might become, for example, um, bone into uh, um, muscles or hearts or, or brain even. So there's a, there's, a, there's a theoretical risk that you get this what's called ectopic tissue formation. And of course, there's a, a overall um, risk or theoretical risk of tumorigenesis, that is, the cells could in some way get out of control and continue to uh, become dysregulated and continue to, to expand as they do in a cultured dish. They continue to, to expand in the, in the patient. So, uh, and, and so what's required here has been a, a, a very substantial amount of preclinical testing. So, um, you know, we're, we're um, a group that's been involved in, in developing um, stroke therapeutics and so we've spent uh, two or three years doing preclinical studies to demonstrate um, the safety of our stem cells prior to um, even, you know, treating the first patient, as it were, getting regulatory approval to be able to do that. So it's, it's an overall issue about stem cells that because of their lack of experience and lack of uh, patients with, uh, with you know, having been a, had this therapy applied to them, there's a, there's a limited understanding as to what the risks are as well as what the benefits what might be. So from a futuristic point of view, I guess, what are the challenges in translating cells in the lab to eventually the clinic? Well, I think it's, uh, as, I, as I think I kind of indicated earlier, we need, there's a degree of expertise that perhaps stem cell biologists don't have that needs to be brought to bear on, on, on this. And, and I guess there's a lot of this is about um, you know a lot of hard work, <laughs> um, which involves first of all generating a, a, a procedure for manufacturing a pure product, you know. So trying to generate a a, um, a stem cell line, for example, or a stem cell population, uh, and and create you know. The, the numbers that you need, you know, cells that you need to treat patients. So in many cases, the doses of cells that are applied in patients are really quite staggeringly high, and therefore the manufacturing of those cells is quite a challenge. Um, so that needs to be applied. That's, that's quite a there's a whole sort of field, emerging field, in um, you know regenerative medicine manufacturing that's sort of coming on stream now, um, developing. Um, you know, pure, um, potent um, stem cell products, um, you know, at scale. And, of course, that's, that's something that, uh, you know, is a challenge. 
And second uh, is the testing that needs to be done, and typically that involves a lot of animal testing, unfortunately, which is far from ideal, but I think until um, there's a, a lot more experience uh, of um, a lot more data out there that, that you know describes in animals and then ultimately in patients what the sort of fate of these stem cells is when they're in, implanted, um, then that's got to carry on. And uh, so it, it requires a lot of different uh, skills to bring together um, you know, any particular stem cell candidate uh, into um, a clinical trial. Um, and obviously the, the, the data that, that, that's there that, that, you know, it goes to, for example, a regulatory authority who approves uh, the start of the clinical trial, that data has to be of a quality um, and of a, a, a magnitude that it's going to be convincing. So this may be impossible to do, but if you jump five years forward, what do you think the future looks like for stem cells and stroke? I, it's not impossible, and, and indeed it's not impossible because people are doing it, and I think that's the important thing. There's, there's investment now being made available for this kind of work, either through um, you know, government funding, governments have got interested in this field and are providing this sort of early-stage support, and also, you know, uh, pharmaceutical companies, I, I sense, are getting an interest in this area because, you know, they've got, uh, um, you know, they've got dwindling portfolios and they're looking at uh, stem cells as being something that, you know, needs to be uh, looked at very closely and maybe they'll get some, you know, get involved. Uh, so I think um, it, it's, 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 a, it's a challenge and, uh, you know, I think, um, but I think it's one that's, uh, that's worth pursuing. You've been listening to an International Journal of Stroke podcast interview with John Sinden. The International Journal of Stroke is the flagship publication of the World Stroke Organization. Please consider becoming a member.